BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome back in. Final hour of the week. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to the uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast and make sure that you help us set an all-time record for March downloads, which I feel confident that we are going to be able to do. We are joined now by Kenny Shu. He's the president of the advocacy group Color Us United, author of An Inconvenient Minority, The Attack on Asian American Excellence and the Fight for Meritocracy. Kenny, uh, appreciate you joining us. A lot to dive into here, particularly as we've been dealing with uh, a new Supreme Court justice being considered by the Judiciary Committee this week. But I want to start with what came out of San Francisco recently, which was the recall by over 70% margins of three different board members, uh, school board members in San Francisco that was to a large extent, it appears, driven by Asian parents who were frustrated over the way that the woke ideology was driving the San Francisco school board. Is that, in your mind, Kenny, emblematic of what many Asian parents all over the country, certainly we've heard a lot, uh, I think about in Northern Virginia, I think it was Thomas Jefferson High School with all of the elite high schools in New York City, also Boston recently. There are major battlegrounds over Asian students getting, quote unquote, too much of the, uh, 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 too many of the spots inside of these schools. And it seems like it's really firing up Asian parents. Are you seeing that in your experience? That is how I see it. I've interviewed several of the people who actually led that recall and won. This is the highest turnout of Chinese Americans ever in San Francisco for a mid-year recall, board recall election. Why is that? Uh, what do you mean? What do, what, is it, what do they mean that they've gone woke? Well, what happened was there's this prestigious high school in San Francisco called Lowell High School. Um, that admits on the basis of merit, grades, test scores, that kind of thing. They even have some diversity mixed in. They decided to change that to a lottery admission system, curbing the percentage of Asians by over half. 
and so for many of these Chinese parents, that represents their best opportunity to work hard and get the merits to get the reward for their hard work. That's meritocracy. That's what we believe in as a country or what we should believe in. But this ideology that's now put obsessed with diversity, obsessed with equity and everything, is now actually limiting opportunities for those who work hard and achieve. Hey, Kenny, um, it's so Buck. Oh, oh, uh, Kenny, it's Buck. I just want to know, yeah. you know, we have a similar situation that plays out almost every year, it feels like, here in New York City, uh, which is my, my hometown, with there's a number of schools. Stuyvesant is the best known, Stuyvesant Bronx Science, Brooklyn Tech where it's just pure test score. You take a test, these are public schools, and the highest test scores go to one school and then the next tranche and then the next tranche. Um, I almost went to one of those public schools, almost went to Stuyvesant, and it always comes up in these social justice fights as it's not fair. And they say it's not fair because about 70% plus of the, uh, 70% plus of Stuyvesant High School in New York is Asian American. Uh, and right. I want to know, how does the left... You know, how does the left try to justify the it's not fair that Asian-Americans, including a lot of first generation immigrants in a place like New York City, I'm sure there's similar things playing out in San Francisco, achieve. But there are too many of them achieving. So we have to discriminate against them to make things more fair. Like, how does the left square that circle? The left is playing a very conniving game with Asian-Americans, which, by the way, I wrote an entire chapter on New York City's. Uh, schools for my book, An Inconvenient Minority. But they're playing a very conniving game because they are subtly saying that all of the hard work that the Asians put into studying for the test, by the way, Asians study twice as many hours as the average American. Uh, They believe in education as an opportunity. They work really hard. They're subtly saying that that is a form of privilege. They're subtly saying that the reason why they are overrepresented is because they're a privileged group. And they're not a privileged group. The reason why they are able to achieve is because they study their butts off for these tests and they work really hard in school. And that should be celebrated in this country. But instead, the left denigrates it because it's overrepresented. Amen, Kenny. And and I think it's worth mentioning here, merit-based testing, the SAT and the ACT, the rise of these college admissions uh, tests was because Ivy League schools were discriminating against Jewish students, and the idea was we need a meritocracy so everyone can be considered equally. And now you are hearing many of these elite institutions are deciding, and certainly the Supreme Court has been examining this as, as this has worked its way through the circuit courts, the uh, it appears the Ivy League schools are now discriminating against Asian people because there are too many highly qualified Asian students, not just the public schools, although that's been a big topic of discussion as well. Uh, it's that now because Asians are doing so well on the standardized test, they are talking about doing away with them, which to your point, Kenny, flies directly in the face of the meritocracy argument because the diversity and inclusion standards are not a perfect representation of the American populace. Asians are overrepresented. We have to do away with testing. This is crazy. Right, right. And I'm I'm about to say a very important truth that I need your listeners to listen real closely. Asian Americans make up a disproportionate of the nation's high-achieving teenagers. That's just a fact. And that's just a fact. So the fact that Harvard is 40 you know would be 43% Asian if they dismantled race and admissions should not be a surprise 
to your viewers, to your listeners. What is a surprise is that Harvard has been actually keeping a ceiling on Asian Americans below 20% for the past 30, 35 years. And they do this in the name of tolerance and diversity. So in the name of tolerance and diversity, they're making an exclusive system that's limiting the most highly qualified applicants in our schools. That's what's happening in our country today. We are putting way too much weight in this racial narrative, and we're diminishing our meritocracy. Kenny, how do you think we can actually get more uh, Asian Americans to vote for the not affirmative action supporting Republican Party. I mean, how, how do you think we can get more Asian Americans to come along and realize? I mean, there's high achieving, obviously higher per capita household income among Asian Americans than than Caucasian Americans. So there's tremendous success within the Asian American community. What does it have to? What has to happen here for the GOP to get more uh, more Asian American votes? Bottom line, I think. I think you need to explain clearly the stakes of what's going on because you need to tell these Asian Americans the truth, which is it's not just going to be in college admissions. If you let this ideology in the Democratic Party fester, it's going to take over everything. It's going to take over college, high school. It's going to take over your jobs. Now at American Express, which we're fighting right now, they're giving bonuses to hire for equity, meaning that they're going to start discriminating against whites and Asians. For hiring, it's going to follow you for the rest of your life. You want your child to be rewarded for his hard work? Stop supporting race preferences. Uh, and by the way, sign up for our campaign at unamericanexpress.com. Kenny, this is fascinating to me because the Democratic Party's entire argument is white supremacy is the biggest threat to America. And then you look at the data, and I believe I'm still correct in this Asian men per capita make more money than any other race or gender ethnic group in America. That is, Asian men are the highest earning per capita on average. Uh Um, You've got, as we just talked about, these individual stories of excellence from Asian people who, by and large, are not test scoring high as as high earning necessarily, right, families? These are a lot of first-generation immigrant families, as you said, that are working super hard in schooling and Mm -hmm. testing. What we're now seeing, and I, I want to hear you know, what the Asian response when you have conversations with people about this is, we're now hearing, well, uh, there may be white supremacy, but the Asian community is not a minority community. They are white adjacent because the Asian <laughs> community is having too much success, and they, even the concept of white adjacent is so ridiculous because really the Asian American experience in this country right now does offer the uh the 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 what is it i believe the ultimate uh story that america tells which is you can be rewarded the harder you work no matter what your race or ethnic group background is do asian people in general in your experience buy into this argument and to buck's point are they increasingly moving towards the republican party over this issue well there's a lot of questions there Uh, i'll start with the last one yes they are moving to republicans more asians voted for yunkin in 2021 than they have, uh, you know, Obama or um, John Kerry, you know, even. Um, But to the question of white adjacency, um, think about what you're really saying when you say Asians are white adjacent. You're saying that hard work, studying, test preparation or preparation in general, uh, discipline, low rates of crime and strong family values are white are white values. 
That's what you're saying. That's racist. Black people, Hispanic people, Asian people have proven over and over again that people who adopt all of those kinds of values in any race, any culture are capable of success in this country. Um, so my message to the Asian listeners of your show right now is think carefully about what you are really saying when you are spouting off these talking points. It's fascinating how they're, how the treatment here is because it definitely destroys the argument of a white supremacist country to have Asian people dominating in all of these <laughs> meritocratic universes, right? I mean, it's amazing. This, this is why the Asian Americans are the inconvenient minority. This is why they're the inconvenient minority, because how could a white supremacist country let this a truly white supremacist country, as in governed by whites who want whites to advance at the expense of others? How would why would they let this group of Asians beat them in college attainment in average salaries? Asian men have the highest salaries. No, that's not the kind of country that this country is. And we have to debunk this notion right away. And Asian Americans do. Kenny, thanks so much fantastic stuff we appreciate it uh we want people to check out everything kenny uh, shu has we will be sharing his twitter accounts and everything else uh after the show uh excellent as uh always let me tell you right now every day is another day in our ongoing battle for our personal freedoms in reduced government involvement and fighting to remove the ridiculous notions of mask mandates and vaccine mandates you know the liberal response to adversity. It's to strike down individual liberties in favor of more government, more programs. That's a recipe for failure. That's why we joined AMAC, the Association for Mature American Citizens. AMAC has worked tirelessly to push back against the left. AMAC vows to remain steadfast throughout the midterms and beyond. They're in the fight for the long term. AMAC offers members exclusive benefits, a great magazine, most important, a strong conservative voice on Capitol Hill. You're not alone in how you feel. Join others and stand with AMAC. You can do so at amac.us slash freedom. Let me repeat that. That's amac.us slash freedom. Join AMAC today. From the front lines of freedom and truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. 
If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. Clay and Buck Show flying through today on Friday. Best way to get your weekend kicked off is to obviously hang with us for a little bit. And if you missed any part of the hang, you can go back on demand. The iHeart app, a fantastic way to listen to the podcast, the Clay and Buck Show. And uh, the appetizer for the audio feast, the Buck Sexton Show, which I uh, put out in the morning. You can check that one out. And with all of this, my friends, I am also happy to see that in New York City with the absurd double standard in place of people who are really important, rich and famous professional athletes on teams like the Mets, the Yankees, the Nets, the Knicks. Uh, They are exempt from the city vaccine mandate now, thanks to Mayor Eric Adams. But other people aren't. And now fired New York City workers are suing Adams because they're saying, oh, look, This whole thing is arbitrary and capricious because it is. So this is good to see. And, uh, you know, I mentioned before that we will continue to have COVID accountability or lockdown accountability uh, and also illegal immigration be themes that we hit on this show, irrespective of what the national Democrat corporate media does. Also, Clay, you we were hitting on this yesterday and you were fired up on it. And I, I feel the same way, pushing for. People who were fired to get back their jobs, to get back pay, and yes. to be fully reinstated with an apology, if possible, uh, for the firings that have occurred. I mean, they fired over a thousand city employees in New York for not getting the vaccine. On on what basis now? Now that we see, you know, if you're really important, the virus doesn't infect you the same way. Apparently, <laughs> it's absurd. Look, Eric Adams made the right decision to end this absurdity that Kyrie Irving could sit courtside and watch a basketball game, but he couldn't play in one. That the New York Mets and the New York Yankees were not going to be able to play in baseball games if they hadn't gotten their COVID shots. But rectifying that wrong just further illuminates 
the much more significant wrong because pro athletes make enough money that if they're not able to work, their families are not going to suffer. Over 1,500 people in New York City, school teachers, firefighters, police uh, men and women, lost their jobs because they rightly, in my opinion, looked at the data and said, I don't need to get this COVID shot. I'm not going to be forced to do so. And I don't think we'll ever get an apology, Buck. I, I just I, I don't think we're ever going to get an apology. But rehiring those people and giving them back pay would be an acknowledgement of how wrong uh, the policy was. And I think Eric Adams, frankly, Buck, has the ability to do this because this is Bill de Blasio's policy. So there isn't necessarily him having to acknowledge this was the wrong policy to have implemented in the same way that he would if he had been the mayor when all of this became a reality. He's coming in at a time where he can rectify some of the wrongs of his predecessor, Bill de Blasio. He's clearly willing to do it for athletes, but we can't have a standard for COVID shots where the richer and more famous you are, the less necessity there is for you to get the COVID shot. Everybody needs to be treated Equally, we saw that in with this masks scenario over and over yes. again, too, right? So this is there's always been this: the rules are for the peasants because they're dirty and spread the virus. But you know, the important people, whether it's the mayor of Chicago, the governor of New York, when it was Cuomo, the you know the mayor of San Francisco, you go to all these people that were caught without. Uh, what, what's uh, the uh, Deborah Burks right hanging out, not social distancing with family? We saw it so many times. You can't even give you all the instances of people having. The double standard in effect here. But Clay, I, I agree that it's the right, it's kind of the right decision for the wrong reason when it comes to Eric Adams. I mean, clearly it's professional sports teams are important, so fine, I'll bend the knee to that. He's not he's not agreeing, though, that there wasn't a basis for this scientifically, which to me leaves open the possibility that they'll bring it back. And and beyond that, I, I think that this is now going to be in the blue cities. It's okay, this is a seasonal thing. Now we're reasonable, it's seasonal. You know, so we'll institute the things as we have to when it comes up, and then we'll get rid of it. And that, I think their version of the new normal is every winter we have COVID vaccine mandates for some businesses and some people, and we have mask mandates indoors. I think that's what a lot of New York is getting ready for. Los Angeles, I don't know, probably not Houston, thankfully, for those folks down there. But (laughs) Well, I want to hit on that because to your point, people are voting with their feet. And if you look at the data that came out, of where people have moved and where they have left, I think it's going to reflect some uh, staggering, I would say, opinions about what is and what is not safe and how much of an arbitrary ridiculousness so much of this is. Our buddy Mike Lindell, he's the inventor of my pillow and his team. Well, they have hooked us up with some great offers. Right now, you can get hooked up with the Giza Dream Sheet at the lowest price ever. These sheets, 60% off. Coming in as low as $39.99 with the promo code Clay and Buck. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You can go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials to check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets with our promo. You'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's most recent book free with your purchase. Remember, you can use the code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269 you are going to get hooked up and be glad that you did it these sheets are amazing save a bundle go to mypillow.com right now and use the code clay and buck clay travis and buck sexton on the front lines of truth
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, final half hour of the program. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. I promise Dub is going to read your five-star reviews and collate them. In fact, we will put him on the spot, Buck, next week. When we come back, we will officially read those and uh, determine whether Buck, uh, whether Dub has done a good job picking the reviews of the Clay and Buck Show. So that is on the horizon. Meantime, uh, new census data came out. And it shows the migration data in this country from July of 2020, shortly after COVID had taken off, to July of 2021. The three largest losers in population, Buck. L.A. County, New York, Manhattan, and Cook County, Illinois, which is Chicago. Does that surprise you at all, Buck? I mean, that is exactly the three that I would guess if I were going to say, where did population move from? Because those are the people that have moved into my city, into my state, that I meet the most frequently. New York City, L.A., and Chicago. People abandoning those three cities in large numbers. I've seen that 300,000 people have left New York as the number that's being that's being uh, shared around. Now, I assume that's almost entirely from New York City and its, envir- and its environs. So uh, th- that's a stunning number. I mean, think about... That's half the size of the city of Miami by by way of comparison, right? Imagine if half of and well, I think Austin is about maybe uh, half a million. Does that sound right? I'm trying to pick. Cities well, they've got the metropolitan area. It depends yeah, on how they you always define do that, it, right? Like if the you actual, just use the county like itself, where I, everybody's based. I yeah. think the actual city is like half a million, six hundred thousand. Imagine. We thank all of our Austin listeners, uh, KLBJ. Uh, but I I think that. That's an enormous number, but what's amazing to me, I'm just going to put this out there. I don't know if anybody has an explanation for this. Somehow New York City has lost about 300,000 people, let's say, roughly that. Prices for homes here and rental prices? Still going up. Never been higher in rental. Yeah. Never been higher. You're paying more money now to rent in New York City than you ever have. 300,000 people fled this place. And the prices just keep going up. And the taxes are going to go up, too, even more than they already have, by the way. I, I don't gonna... understand that either, Buck. I've wondered the same thing. Because you would think the L.A. housing market has stayed white hot. New York, Chicago. Now, the housing market really kind of all over the country has gotten white hot. But those are the three cities that people have fled the most. Where have people moved? Uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, this is not going to surprise our listeners down in Texas. Five of the top ten counties to grow were in the state of Texas. Collin, Fort Bend, Williamson, Denton, and Montgomery counties are the five that grew the most. The others were in Arizona, Maricopa County. That's Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. Am I correct in that, I think? I believe. We'll we'll, we'll fact check that and see if I blew that. But Maricopa County in Arizona, which I believe is the Phoenix area. Riverside County in California, which I believe is kind of the inland empire where people are uh, are fleeing. I think I'm correct in that. Might be wrong on that one, too. Florida, not surprising. Polk and Lee counties. And then Utah as well. So people are fleeing blue states and blue cities, and they are overwhelmingly moving to red states, by and large, or red state governors, if... Buck, and this is, I think, always important, and the and the Corona Bros and the and the and the crazy people out there who are committed to COVID. If all of these blue state cities and states were so much safer, wouldn't we see the reverse? Wouldn't people be saying, "Oh my goodness, my family is in such danger. I've got to leave Florida. I've got to leave Texas. I've got to leave Tennessee. 
all these red state policies were in danger of dying. Instead, we're seeing people leave the draconian restrictive COVID places, the places that are the most restrictive of personal freedom, and move to places that have the least restrictions. Well, also, when when you start to hear from people in some of these states, I, I think that there is a concern. I hear this from... Uh, for my my two, well, one brother is a permanent Floridian now, and the other is kind of half half and half in New York yep. and Florida. And and they'll say, oh, well, people always want to make sure that, you know, if you come down here from New York, you vote the right way. This migration wave for all of you in Tennessee and Texas and Florida. That's a, that's a concern is, of people down here. It I, is. I know. It is generally the same people from the blue states, though, who are fleeing. It is the yes. Republicans or independents or right-leaning, you know, right-of-center folks who have just said, I, I can't do this anymore. By the way, the crime thing is yep. another huge component of this. COVID was bad, for sure, but COVID was bad and crime got a lot worse And what everybody was being told, and this has not been discussed nearly enough, and we will remedy that here on this show, Clay, in the weeks ahead. We were told that the crime wave is so bad because of COVID lockdowns, which never made any sense whatsoever. It was progressive, left-wing, anti-cop, pro-criminal policies, the rise of the BLM movement, the fear of corporate America, the bending of the knee, the Democrat Party's cowardice. That is what led to the huge surge in violent crime all across the country and in places like new york city you were treated and this is true in chicago i mean chicago it's true in in san francisco it's true in los angeles you're treated to being told you're a bad person if you won't mask up and how dare you call the police on that guy who is relieving himself in front of your building you know with children walking across the street in broad daylight while he's got a heroin needle sticking out of his arm how dare you think that the police should do something about him you unmasked bandit people finally reached the breaking point they finally decided enough is enough that is such a fear you're, what your brother talked about is if you live already in florida or if you live in tennessee or if you live in texas these bastions of freedom and there are other states certainly that have that same bastion Utah, although they got an idiot governor who's not standing up for uh, athletes out there. It's still got me fired up. Uh, you know, where people are flooding in, Arizona uh, has got a Republican governor right now. We'll see what happens with Mark Kelly in the Senate. But there's the fear that they are going to turn a red state, either purple or blue, like what happened in Georgia, yeah, like what's almost happened in North Carolina. I'm going to tell all the Tennesseans, all right? I'm sending you. I'm sending you our. We're sending you our best from New York. Yes. Okay, we're sending you the good ones from New York. Overwhelming. I mean, not everybody. There's going to be some crazy libs in there too. But New York is sending you our best. Yeah, that's the uh, the, the, the the locust analogy is the fear. I talked to a lot of Texans about this. You destroy where you used to be, and then you move into a new area like a plague of locusts, and immediately bring with it the left wing policies that caused you to destroy where you were. And, and and bring it with you. But I think the, the Florida data is fascinating on this, Buck, because we had Ron DeSantis. I think we have Ron DeSantis on next week, if we I'm do, not Tuesday. mistaken. We have him scheduled for next week. But we talked with him about what the data was showing inside the state of Florida. Florida, for the first time ever, now has more registered Republicans than Democrats. Never occurred in the history of the state. And by the time we get to November... There are projections that suggest there could be 250,000 more Republicans in the state of Florida than Democrats, which really, I think, Buck, 
is going to take Florida out of the toss-up category and put it pretty squarely in the Republican uh, side of the ledger. Right, and, and that's a perfect example of exactly what I'm what I'm talking yes. about, which is, and by by best, I just mean you know mostly like-minded. I mean, the New Yorkers who are listening to this now are obviously like-minded with me, and we're in this together, my uh, my fellow New Yorkers. Until the, you bail on them and move to Florida like the all bunker. the other New Yorkers. We're in the bunker until the end. <laughs> until you slash, decide to get out of the bunker and, and until leave I them maybe behind. go to Florida and send you guys postcards. But uh, we're in the bunker together here in New York. So for now, it's um, something we're going to have to face and, uh, and deal with. Because I, I think there's also been a recognition, Clay, Adam's not going to turn this place around. Not not fast enough for a lot of people. He's he's um, he's been I, I think it's been a little disappointing so far. So we'll, it, even based on the expectations I had of a Democrat mayor. But anyway, we'll get into more of this. And also, we got a ton of calls. So we do want to take some of those when we come back here. You want to set yourself up for a good day ahead when you get started. You know what I mean? You got to actually lay out the clothing you want and be comfortable all the time. That's why you need Tommy John. I'm wearing a Tommy John hoodie as I speak to you right now. I got three of these at home, and honestly, I want more because I wear them every day. Hands down, it's the most comfortable, well-made stuff there is on the market. There's not even a close second. With dozens of comfort innovations, once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you're never going back. This brand has figured out a way to make fabric feel rich, have four times the stretch of competing brands, and contain a moisture-wicking element that helps keep you cool. That's why Tommy John doesn't just have customers. They've got fanatics. Clay and I are proudly two of them. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. Every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. Go to TommyJohn.com slash buck, B-U-C-K, TommyJohn.com slash buck for 20% off. See site for details. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, 
for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free, brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Play and Buck Show, closing up shop for the day. We're going to miss you all for a couple of days, also known as a weekend. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Clay and I wake up in the morning on Saturday. We're like, where's the radio mic? I must do the radio because we get so used to talking to all of you. And as I've always said from the beginning of my radio career, there's something like a little off about someone who could sit at a microphone and just talk for three hours at a time. So in an empty house, yeah, empty, an empty uh, house, an alone. empty studio, yeah. wherever you are. Yeah, so many, so many times during the pandemic, I was doing it for up to five hours a day, which I still think sometimes I can't believe I didn't pass out in the middle of a radio show. But uh, we'll miss you over the weekend. We'll be back with you obviously on Monday. I will be in the great state of Florida for some of next week, uh, seeing some friends, doing some things, you know, getting some sun. Um, not looking at houses. I'm not, you know, my New York. I just want to say for all your talk about how you're in the bunker with all the New York city people, I think the bunker is going to be moving south. Uh, and, and you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're look, maybe there's, the, the, you know, the like a southern bunker. headquarters for the Buckster and a northern headquarters for the Buckster. You know, we're going to figure this out. But, um, I also wanted to just get your quick take, Clay, on, the 50th anniversary, we are told, of The Godfather. Yeah, which, what a movie. My, it's funny. My, my parents, I think both of them would say, without a moment's hesitation, that the two best movies of all time are The Godfather Part 1 and The Godfather Part 2. I don't know I don't know how much uh, how many in the audience would share that sentiment right away. For me, it's Braveheart, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, you, will, you go where on The Godfather? The greatest movie of all time? Top five movies of all time? I, I think it's phenomenal. Um, I love your Braveheart take. I think it partly, when you classify, first of all, 50 years, it's amazing that it's been 50 years since that movie was made. I think partly it factors in, are you talking about a movie that you watch and you recognize is incredible? Because Citizen Kane, for instance, I can watch Citizen Kane and recognize my God, this thing is incredible. I'm right? such a savage. I fell asleep watching Citizen oh, Kane. Oh, Citizen Kane, I think, is incredible. I can't, I can't tell a lie. But but I wouldn't want to watch Citizen Kane every day, right? Like, So there's a difference to me between a movie that you recognize is phenomenal and a movie that you would watch every time it's on. So for me, I rather rank movies that I would watch every time they're on 
and uh, and and balance that out with elite level movie dumb, for lack of a better way to describe it. Yeah. Um, well, what so, is what is the movie you've rewatched the most? All probably. Time? Probably well because my kids now factor in right, so we have no, watched, no, no, it doesn't count with the kids. No, no doesn't cartoons count with the kids. Like I've watched probably the Christmas Story because it's on every mm-hmm. holiday season. Elf, you know, a lot of those uh, uh, holiday movies. The one that I would say, if you told me, hey, you can only watch one more movie, what movie would you watch? I might, I'd probably go with Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. That's you know, solid. the. I, I, I think have to that say might the first be Ghostbusters. The first the Ghostbusters, first Ghostbusters is amazing. You watched the Ghostbusters Afterlife that I told you wasn't too bad. Was like a solid gentleman's B plus ish. Way better than the girl Ghostbusters, which was an F. Yes. yes. Yeah. No. It would so like it was a watchable. I I kind of enjoyed it. By the way, I, I did a quick poll here of our uh, NYC producers, Greg, Ali, Mike. They all said Godfather top five all time. Yeah, they put I, it think, I think five. it's top five. The movie that I would watch if I only had to watch one, I think Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is absolutely phenomenal. Wait, the movies, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, Travis? Oh, really? Way, be- way better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow, I don't know. You got to go know, back Chief. and watch them again. I, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the movie that I saw. I saw it eight times in the theater when I was a little kid. You know, they used to leave movies on for like six months back in the day. You remember that when they had a successful movie, you could go again and again and again. Uh, all through the summer and on into the fall. Uh, but I would say Last Crusade, the movies that I've watched the most, honestly, are probably the Star Wars movies because I've gotten to watch them with the kids. Mm. Uh, the the Back to the Futures, the Goonies uh, of the world are phenomenal. But, uh, but Gladiator. Back to the Future is amazing. Gl- oh, Gladiator. Gladiator is one of, in the last, is Gladiator 20 years? I mean, everything it came out in together. 2000, one best picture yeah. in 2000. Okay, yeah. so in the last 20 years, I would say Gladiator is probably one of the best movies I've seen, just in terms of how well it's been done. I also think that Russell Crowe was fantastic in Master and Commander, which is a under-the-radar war movie that is nothing, nothing like that from the great age of sailing ships. There's no movie that's quite as good, I think, as Master and Commander. Russell Crowe had a run there of like six or seven years. I mean, because Beautiful Mind was yeah. also a phenomenal he, movie. He got he got to the point where he thought he could throw a telephone at somebody's head without consequence in New York City. It turned out that wasn't true. But He also got so good at movies that he decided he wanted to do music. You know, he decided he wanted to have a music career. I feel like some of those guys get bored if they're so talented in acting. And they decide they want to do something else. It might be direct. It might be produced. I mean, Russell Crowe got Shaq into singing. did have a a hip hop career for a little while. Now that's sports, but he clearly wanted to expand his talent. You know the beyond. most famous Shaq song ever. This is the real title. My biological didn't bother. It was about how his biological father. That was the title of the song. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, I never heard of that. Yeah, wow. Shaq was raised by his uh, by his stepfather because his biological didn't bother. Yeah, he, he, had his, uh, he also Kobe also in, had an album. He was in, Kaz- I believe, in Kazam. Is that that's right? right. That's yes. right. He had a, he had a movie career as well. Platform. He's a multi platform threat, you could say, as well as who is deep- the best multi platform threat in America today? Oh my gosh! I'll I, give I, you my answer. I know my answer, and you can think about. It. I've got two. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Jamie Foxx, two most talented people in terms of being able to do everything. Agree Music, with you. Acting. W- wanted, wanted to dislike Justin Timberlake because of, you know, the whole Jessica Biel situation, but he's actually good in the movies anyway, you know, so I have to give Social him network, he's phenomenal in. I mean, he's really, really good. Yeah, he's solid in that. And I, Jamie Foxx is obviously incredible as an actor and a performer.
He's good at stand-up, too, which is the one I think of, of well, obviously, I'm not about to be a professional athlete anytime soon, but of the, of the uh, communications, and I think, I think I'd be better off trying to be an actor, Clay, than trying to do a full-on stand-up comedy is... Oh. I would really way hard. rather do stand up than uh, than act. I, I can't sorry. act. I asked every I asked Clay about movies, and then we just started talking. Yeah, well, let's get to. We have every single line lit up. We have six phone lines here. People waiting to talk to us. We got one minute. Jeremy in Savannah, Georgia. I love Savannah, Georgia. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, I just sold my house in the north suburbs of Chicago, and my realtor told me the reason I was able to get so much money is all the people are moving out of the suburbs to go out of state. All the people downtown Chicago want into the suburbs to get away from the crime. Right, but in New York, it's in the city, my friend, that the price is... We're trying to... We were having that conversation off the air. If everybody is leaving New York and L.A. and Chicago, how is the demand for real estate still so high? Now, one answer might be, Buck, that there's uh, still a lot of people buying foreign money is coming in because they want to just park it here because it's safer than being in whatever country they were in otherwise. So maybe that's part of the answer. But it doesn't make sense that there would be this overwhelming demand for real estate if people are fleeing. All right, team, I'm so sorry for not getting to more calls. We'll, we'll remind ourselves on Monday. We're back with all of you. But please do subscribe to Clay and Buck Podcast over the weekend. And uh, play. go watch The Godfather. I'm going to watch The Godfather. More importantly, I'm going to lots of baseball games. Baseball Little League season has officially begun. That's my weekend, Buck. Have every great ones out there. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on On the the front front lines lines of truth. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.